0: This is Sky, and this is Reyna,
1: and we're cousins.
0: We created this
1: platform to share our stories, to revisit memories, and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and
0: Bounce Back. Let's dive in.
1: What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky and I'm Raina and today what we are discussing is tough conversations. Let's just open up with what makes a conversation tough for you. I
0: think a tough conversation for me is having to let somebody down in it or to go to someone um very personal to you like a really close friend um and have to tell them something that you don't like about your guys' relationship in the moment or just relationships in general like I don't know having to fire a manager having to quit a job so
1: having to just overall feel like you're hurting someone?
0: Yeah. Feel like you're feel like not even just hurting but disappointing someone. Okay. Yeah. To me that's that those are the most tough conversations to have.
1: I agree. My toughest ones are when I have to tell somebody close to me they've offended me because we're so close that it's just like, yeah. ah, I thought we knew better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's very hard for me to tell somebody close they've offended me and then it's also very hard if I think it's going to make the person sad. I tend to just like swallow it and be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like I'll just deal with being frustrated because God, they'll be so sad and I don't want to be the one that makes them sad. But I think what's interesting is we're really good at having some conversations that the average person is really uncomfortable with. Like, For me personally, like a tough conversation for a lot of people is when they're dating, telling them what they feel like they deserve and what they need from that person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's uncomfortable for them. For me, that's a tough conversation that I have no problem with, you know, or discussing like sexual things. Certain people are like, oh my God, no,
0: no, no, that is, ah, please no. no, And then I am very uncomfortable with sexual things, you know? So (laughs) it's interesting
1: what conversations might be tough to somebody else, but like are really easy for you. Are you good at like... When somebody passes away talks, like, there, are there any Mm-mm. type of talks
0: that you're good at that the average person might struggle with? I feel like I'm good at talking about relationships with people, like, their relationships and their life, mm-hmm. and bringing the reality to the forefront. Like, mm. no. This is not what it is. Like, you're... In love, you're blind. Like that yeah. is not what somebody would have done if they loved you the way they said they did. Easy for like, you to tell the truth. Yeah, today. I can. I can be honest and yeah. and basically, or, or even like um, talking to like my parents. Like talking to my yeah. dad. Like whenever I whenever he's venting to me and he says something that I feel made him wrong in the situation. Yeah, I can very easily be like, No, you were wrong. Mm. rather than like some people are scared to stand up to their parents that way like yeah they don't ever want to have to sit. some people are like yeah oh he's always wrong but whatever like they won't actually say it like yeah. no it, whether it has to do with me and him or him and somebody else no matter what the situation is real. i will let him know like nah that was not cool but i'm
1: sure he has you know other kids but you definitely he values your opinion and knows like you're one of the kids that really gets it. And so I'm sure all of our relationships are
0: different with our parents, but I think Mm -hmm. both of our fathers really admire when we're able to tell them the truth so they can receive it. I think the toughest conversation for me to have, not specifically, but a person, I feel like it's my mom. Mm. Like she's probably the toughest person who I, I have hiccups all the time. Why is it the toughest? Um, I think maybe because we didn't, I didn't grow up, grow up really being able to communicate myself to her. I would get whoopings or whatever. And if I didn't like something that she was doing, it was like, so what? I'm mom, you know, she was angry a lot of the time because my dad wasn't there. He was Mm -hmm. going through whatever he was going through. And I didn't know how to like step in if she was like crying or something. Like, I don't know. I've just always had this fear of coming out and having a conversation with her because I just never, I never know what her reaction to it will be. Mm -hmm. Like that's the way we were all raised. Like Mm -hmm. we are all under the same ancestral guideline as my great grandma. We are all her children. Mm-hmm. For real, because like my great grandma, my great grandma mm-hmm. raised my mom because my grandma was never really around. Mm-hmm. So that's where she got her seriousness from. All my cousins, they're all the kids of my mom's uncles and aunts. Mm. So my mom was basically one of her children. So we all think act, move, talk the same. Some of us just have, you know, different personality traits. Like one of us might be more funny. One of us might be more, Mm -hmm. you know, like we all have something different. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, like when you when you meet my family, it's kind of like, oh, I understand now. Like I get it. It's not just, yeah. It's just, it's not just her bad attitude or whatever. Like that's just how I hold my face. Like that's just how I say things. Like, you know, but for me, the toughest conversation is definitely with my mom.
1: Mm. Mm. i agree i think anybody so for you it's tougher if you know the person versus a stranger like if a stranger or somebody
0: bothers you is it easy to be like, excuse me ma'am please do not do that again or is it just no, like Ugh. that's tough for me too cuz i'm really? not i'm not confrontational unless it really 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 pissed me off like unless unless you said something really freaking ignorant like mm-hmm. uh, there's there's certain things that i will instantly like stand yeah something racist something But even overt. even like with Umi like for the most part yes i'll stand up but Let's say he's at, like, a little... At the mall or at a play group or whatever, and I see that another kid is, like, trying to bully him or, like, hit on him or something. Yeah. I don't know how to... I'm the person... I'm the mom who would just, like, grab her kid, take him to the other side and be like, it's okay. Rather than telling the little kid, no, no hitting or like going to his parent and be like, your kid is hitting mine. Like, I don't know. That conversation is really tough for me to have because mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going through. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if I don't know if they're abusive at home. Like, mm-hmm. and that might be a trigger for a mom. I really just don't know. Yeah. Because imagine like it's like um on what's that big little lies, is it called? When yeah. the, when yep, the kid the w- kid, when the sons are. Yeah. Like because it's what they see. It's because it's what they see, but also like imagine hearing that from an outside source and you never seen it from your child. So somebody else is telling you like this kid is like your husband or something, you know, anything, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. I don't know. They're just really sensitive for me. And I just, if it's not someone I know, I can't do it. Like I get even, even like when I'm out at at a restaurant or whatever, and I get something that I didn't order. I am the person to just be like, it's okay. Like, I'll just eat when we leave. Or... Because I don't want to make the waiter's life that much more difficult.
1: Wow. No, we're the same. We're the same.
0: Like, I would just... uh, I'll be like, can I... Maybe I'll add on, like, some fries because it's cheap. I'm like, no, I'll eat some fries Mm -hmm. and then just leave the whole thing there. Yeah. But I just... I don't know. I think maybe also because I worked in that setting, I... I see how people will treat you. Like, mm-hmm. people will treat you like they do not care who you are. Mm-hmm. They will treat you like they are better than you. People will treat you awfully sometimes oh, yeah. in the world. And I don't ever want to be remembered. I mean, I know this is crazy to even think about, but, like, I don't want to be remembered as someone who just did the worst thing to someone or said the worst thing. Or, you know, like, you yeah. know, I'm cool. Or remember,
1: remembered as somebody who was hurtful.
0: Right. You know, you're just like, oh, but... It's learning that balance
1: of, God, I ordered a salad and this is steak. Like, I really got, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we have to pick our battles. And it's, I, I love that saying, it's not um, what you say, it's how you say it. You yeah. know, it's another to be like, excuse me, I ordered something else. Oh, excuse me, I actually um, ordered the salad.
0: Is there any way? I'm sorry, I don't want to make it difficult on you. I'm Boom. the person who will be like, yeah, actually, I ordered a salad, but it's cool. It's cool. I'll pay for it. But wow. can you just order, can you also, because I don't want you to make it, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to get over on you. Anything, like, I I will overcompensate wow. all the times to avoid having a tough conversation. Like, I'll be the bigger person every single time. Like, I'll do this, I'll do that just because I don't want to have to face the music. Like, I just really? want to just, yeah, I don't, it's a really bad feeling for me. You know, what's also interesting is getting into stuff with strangers and
1: seeing how they expect you to respond but having enough class to know how to do it like for instance I went to happy hour with my sister and her friend and you know I'm not gonna lie like we sat down and we were a little loud we were super excited to be hanging out whatever mm-hmm. and it was like yeah like and I'm like are you fucking kidding me like she needs to get her shit together right so we're, we're going a little loud yeah. I'm not gonna lie the woman next to me, you know, starts huffing and puffing under her breath and is like, "Oh god, I hate she's that." She's like, oh, "I mean, I don't mind the new setup of the restaurant, but if you're going to be here, at least not cussing around children or talking bad about people." So now here's my thing, (sighs) ma'am, I'm sitting literally six inches from you. I get it. I was a little loud and I'm mature enough to be like, damn, I'm sorry, but you huffing and puffing under your fucking breath. You know what I mean? Like be woman enough to say, excuse me, my kids right here. Like, do you mind? I know you guys. It's how you say it. I wouldn't,
0: I would never do that. I I literally,
1: yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, what? I'm looking at my sister. My sister goes, excuse me, do we, do we have a problem? And the woman said, yes, I'm here with two children and you guys are here talking bad about people and loudly and cussing at that. Okay, you see a table full of black women. You think we're about to be like, oh, hell no, or this or that. I look at her, so fucking classy and calm. (laughs) And I say, that is more, you know, I totally understand that. I said, but at the end of the day, you passively speaking under your breath doesn't make you any better than us. You're still talking about me and I'm right here as a grown woman, which I assume you're a grown woman, right? That you can just... Say it to me instead of huffing and puffing under your breath. I said, All you need to have is respect. She goes, Okay. And I go, Okay. She doesn't budge. She goes, Okay. And I'm just like, Ugh. It just sat under my skin. But I was like, You know what? Oh it wouldn't be worth it gosh. acting up. So wait. So listen, we turned down the volume because I get it. I was talking a little loud, out of context. It sounded bad. I wasn't like bullying somebody. I just was literally like, Get on your shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So whatever. We're there. She taps me. And I'm like, Oh my God. I turn. I go, yes. She goes, thank you for being so polite when I was being so rude. Like, is that an apology? You feel me? Like, I'm looking like, uh, okay. Like, it was like one of those videos where you just, like, see a stranger getting cussed out. Like, and you're cussing. Okay. Okay, calm down. Like, it was like that video. And she literally goes, thank you for being so polite when I was being so rude. Ew, you can't even say, I'm sorry. I talked to you disrespectfully or like, cause at the end of the day, don't listen to my combo. Yeah. And if it's bothering you like that as a grown woman, just say, excuse me. So anyway, you guys can keep, it. I'm yeah. sorry. Like for you to go come to this restaurant, you ain't no better than me right <laughs> now. Ma'am. Yeah. And you hated that. I said passively because you saw that I was articulate about my approach. I wasn't rude. I wasn't disrespectful and I wasn't loud. And I altered my behavior and was classy about it. But you have so much pride, yeah. you know, that it was like, I knew in that moment, You can't talk to a fool and make them a genius. Like, at the end of the day, like, my grandma used to say, don't waste your breath on fools. Like, that's like when somebody's like, and I believe, you know, women are the scum of the earth, and they should (laughs) kiss my ass. If you think sitting with that man for an hour is going to change those deep ass beliefs, you've lost your mind. Now, it's one thing if you're dating this person and have time to educate them or whatever. (laughs) If you're passing homeboy in the mall, and Mm -hmm. he said women are the scum of the earth, and you think telling him, (laughs) no, let me tell you something, brother... Women are amazing. He don't care. Because guess what? (laughs) Right now, to him, that's his opinion. And so... I think that there's such an important difference between knowing who's worth a a tough conversation or saying, excuse me, what was that? And standing up for yourself and arguing with a fool. You know, like that woman at the restaurant, it wasn't going to get off my spirit until I said my piece. exactly. Because I couldn't even enjoy my meal. I was so annoyed that (laughs) she's huffing and puffing. But the way that I did it, I knew I'm not trying to educate you. I'm not trying to change your mind on anything. I'll be classy. I'll be short. I'll make a wonderful point you can't deny. And I'll, you know, whatever. You're being passive and it doesn't make you any better than me. Right. That sat with her the whole meal because yeah. then that's when you tr tried yeah. to apologize, you yeah. know. It's interesting because it's like with strangers, it when it's that disrespectful, I really don't mind it. But when it's people close to me, I, you know. But people always feel too close to me. So then it's yeah. just like, God, that would really break my heart if you ever didn't want to be my friend. I'm like, oh
0: God. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like the people closest, closest <laughs> to you, you can tell. But the people who think they're closer to yeah. you than they are. Yeah. Yeah, it's very hard. You hang out with somebody
1: twice and they're just, God, you don't know what you meant to me. It's like, I didn't know it was that deep. It's tougher when people think they're close.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, because you don't, you don't know them. (laughs) Yeah. You don't know them. You don't know how they're going to move after this, how they're going to react. You don't know who they're going to go to and say something to, Mm -hmm. say some of the things that they might've heard you say while they was around you. Like there's just so much to think about. So, so yeah, it can be nerve wracking. Like, uh, how bad is this going to go? Those yeah. are also, like, any yeah. time you think, like, how bad is this conversation about to be? Where can this lead? If you're in your head thinking about the ending, you like... You don't even want to do it. You don't even want to do it or have the conversation. It's too... It's, it's too, too difficult. Much. But how do you
1: go... Well, like, what is your formula? Because I'm still horrible at confrontation with close friends because once i get that weird freaky puppy dog look and people are like yeah i'm like oh god like i'm so bad at it like do you have an approach where it's like oh we go on a hike or something or like it has to be Uh, in person i
0: feel like i just cut them off (laughs) and then and then slowly but surely like i'll start to like let my guard back down okay and let you in like i might hit you like let's say i fall off with a friend or i cut the person off. I'll go to the extremes of like the blocking and everything else. And then (laughs) I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, I was doing too much. So I'll, I'll stop. Like I'll, I'll go back on my word. I'll unblock their number or whatever. Of course, they probably don't know that I blocked their number in the first place, but most times they reach out and then I'll reach back. Or even if they don't reach out, I'll reach out to them like, Hey, and I'll just say, look, like. I know we ended on a bad note. I'll start the conversation. I have no I have no issue having a conversation with someone and telling them things about themselves that I didn't like or that I don't like. After I take time from them, okay, that was gonna be my question. Yeah, yeah. so you gotta take. A I breather. have to. I have to cut them off. I have to let. Wow. The, I have to send the message because I feel like the message will not be sent deep enough for you to <sighs> really understand me that I'm really not happy with what the hell you just did. To so where I have to cut you off so that you know you feel it. I don't. Wow. I don't just not like if if I feel like you're being too clingy right now or you did something really freaking weird. Like I told you something in like the, out of the comfort of my home or when we went to mm-hmm. uh, go eat and then you repeated it in front of somebody else that I wasn't even talking to about yeah. the situation or without me saying, yeah, you could say that. No, yeah. you, I need to send you this message. That I, you wow. just said way too much. Like, I, I don't know, but that, but I feel like that's how my, both of my parents were too. Mm. Like, they both didn't have very many friends. Like, my mom cut people off quick, family members, anything. She might allow them to come back into our lives later on, but she'll never trust them again. I am better at that because I can, I don't, it's not a trust thing with me. Like, I can trust you again. I don't care. It's disrespect. I don't like to feel disrespected.
1: And I don't like to
0: feel blindsided. Wow. If I feel blindsided at all, oh, it's it's a wrap for right now at least. Like I don't want to have to have to have my guards up around the friend that I brought over or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that you even cause see, I don't I don't do any blocking or whatever
1: because I'm so worried. Like, oh god, that's gonna hurt them so bad. I'm so annoyed by this person, but that would really hurt them. Let me not go that route. Yeah. So. It's interesting that you're just like, this will give me peace, block, but I'm always considering, like... Yeah, no, like,
0: I've had... I've cut some of my friends off who were, like, my best friends. And they were the sweetest, nicest, most emotional people, but I... And me knowing this is going to hurt them. Like, I know that if I don't respond to any of their messages, they're going to be really freaking sad. I know that already, but I still have to do it because I have to send that message. Like, either maybe I've been burned enough or maybe I'm just copying old habits from both of my parents. But I have, like, people will burn you more than once. Wow. if If you don't correct them after the first time. Wow. So after that first time, I'm going to let you know that was not cool. I do not mind losing you. Mm. That's really what it is. Like if and you- this is what life is like without me. Do you like it? <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can't reach me. Do you like it? Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. That's, um. yeah, I've never been brave enough to do the blocking thing. The only time I blocked was if I was in a relationship and somebody got really disrespectful after I said I'm in a relationship and I just did it to be like, oh yeah, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Blue, yeah. Blue, yeah, But as far as a friend, I've never done that. But I lose my sanity because I'm like, oh
0: man, I need to have more tough conversations. What do you feel like is the hardest conversation you've had or conversations you've had? Mm,
1: i would be reading my parents down you know, but not, not in a mean way or anything. I just, I really break it down. And I've said some things that really opened my parents' eyes, but I think they were shocked. Like, mm. I think it's the hardest to really keep it real with them, especially about certain parenting adjustments. Like, yeah. I'm very vocal about what I need and what I think my siblings are not able to articulate that they yeah. need. Yeah. And it hurts you as a parent, I'm sure, to hear you did
0: your... I feel like this is wrong, you know? I feel like it's also because you're a middle child. Yeah. So you have to learn to say, this is what I need. I'm the mediator. Oh, yeah. I make sure the tides are running. If
1: he's fighting with her, I call him and go, no, 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 she didn't mean that. Hey, I know what you're saying, but he didn't mean that. Like, I'm the mediator, but I think it's tough telling the parents, you know, your parents, what you wish they would change about parenting. And I think the second toughest is... Telling somebody I don't feel as close to them or like, mm. please like back off. Like people hold on to me like leeches. And that's, we talk about it all the time. A part of being funny is people go, she feels so good to be around. I want to hear another jokes. Yeah. We should hang. Let's yeah. hang. Don't you want to hang? Yeah. All they really want is give me an escape. Give me some story time. Give me entertainment. Yeah. And it's like, so people get really attached and feel like, didn't we have the best day ever? But for me, it's just like me talking yeah. my shit on a Tuesday. And yeah. they were like, wow, she just yeah said was on They remember mind. it forever.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so
1: I have a hard time asking for space or really just like when somebody is like, man, girl, I love you. Like, you're like a sister, girl. I'm like, ah, yeah. I need you to not call me sister. You know what I mean? But I don't know how to when somebody's too excited about our relationship, I don't know how to bring them down off their cloud. I feel way too bad. But in the same, it just leads me in a room full of people who are like, that's my
0: girl. And I'm like, oh man. Because the longer you keep people around, the longer they're expecting to be held around.
1: Because people don't know. I don't care about time.
0: Yeah. I don't care if I've known you
1: 18 years. It's great if we're still friends, but if we've grown into people we don't, who don't get along what are we forcing this for you know what i mean it's like if you grew up and you were super atheist and i don't know you hated the arts and then i'm loving the arts and i just all i want to do is talk about christ when we hang out it probably we're not going to go many places unless we have so many other things to discuss but at the end of the day you know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. the changes as as an adult become too drastic to, right. to bounce back. Like, right. everybody figures out who they are, what they want to worship, what they want to believe, yeah. what they think is stupid, what they think is not. Some people think drugs are super dope and casual. Some are like, I would never touch a drug. Yeah. Like, your morals start to make you grow apart from people. So I don't give a shit if I've known you. 17 fucking years yeah. if we don't click it yeah. doesn't you know what i'm saying like yeah. if people go i've known her you know 12 <laughs> yeah. years my girl yeah. i don't care
0: yeah no. you know like right i don't care at all <laughs> i feel like one of the toughest conversations for me as an adult a young adult um is probably having to fire people I, oh i do not like that feeling the worst I, I don't even like to hire people. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I have to fire you, like this is the this is why I don't hire people because I fear this moment right here. Mm-hmm. When you have worked with someone for however long, it could be three months, it could be three years, whatever, when you've worked with someone and like you've shared your ideas with them and like you've picked up their phone calls and they've picked up yours and you know, whether you made money with them or not, like you saw that they were at least trying a little bit, Mm -hmm. but just, they just don't, Get you or like they just are not right it does not feel right. I feel like I could be doing this on my own, or I feel like you're not really doing enough like and and mm-hmm. if you're not going to be doing enough, what am I what am I what are you here for? like right so having that conversation the very first time I had to have it, I was sick to my stomach for at least six weeks until I even had it. Wow. I was literally depressed. I was crying under the sheets. Like, I do not know what to say. I was too scared. You just felt like you'd hurt them so bad? Like, why? It's not even hurt. Like, I just, I think it's, I just don't like disappointing people. And I can see, like, so the first person I worked with, when we would sit down, he acted like... He saw the moon, the stars, Uranus, Venus, all of them. Like, he saw the whole freaking galaxy when he Mm -hmm. looked at me. That's Mm -hmm. how he made me feel, which is a Mm -hmm. good thing. Like, you Mm -hmm. want your manager to think Mm -hmm. that way of you, to see you that way. Right. But then, you know, you keep working with them and you realize that they have their own idea of the way that your path should look okay like they like they understand what you want but they think that this might be better like right. this this guy he like wanted me to be the next flow tree rapper like he wanted me to rap he wanted me to be no name like he was like no you and I was I basically told him like, if that's in my path, maybe later, but that's not really what I want right now. Can we focus on this? Can we focus on book deals? Can we focus? Like I'm giving him a list of things to focus on every time we speak. Yeah. Like, can we look more into keynote speaking jobs, blah, blah, blah. Like these are the things that I want. And every time we talk, like, yo, uh, I got a meeting, meeting up at Epic. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, for what? To shop you like, no, that's not what I want. I'm not looking for that, especially when I have the boyfriend that I have. If that, if I wanted that, I could easily ask for some help. Yeah. You know, like I'm not looking for like, a can you man- hear me? Yeah, like I'm not looking. I'm I'm not, I didn't hire you to be my manager for you to create me. I already know what I want. I already know yeah. what I have. What what I'm yeah. everything that I want from you. I want to ask you for specifically. That's my definition. That's my idea of a manager. I want to ask you for things, and you mm. make it come to a reality. I want to say, you know, I want to get this voice, uh, this voiceover job with Disney or something. Like, I want to say those things, and then you go, "Let me find a contact to Disney." Follow, something. follow my path. Yeah. Don't yes. don't tell me what you see me doing, and then try to project and force it onto me because yeah. that will never work. Yeah. But uh, oh, he was so kind. He did this for me. He set up this for me. He helped me get this deal. Mm -hmm. I start to think about all of those things, all the times that he did right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And even though I'm the one who told him to do it, he still did those few things. Mm -hmm. And for me, after that, I just do not. I don't know how to let you go peacefully because I don't know how you'll react. Like I can remember six weeks up to the date when I finally said, "You know what? It's not going to be that bad. Just, just do it." Damn. I sent the message. I was. I'm telling you, like I was sick to my stomach, so you did scared. Message, email? I no text. I could <gasps> not like because Mark was like, just text it. Because I was, li- girl. I'm telling you, I was literally balled up, like throwing up, sick, anxiety. Like I cannot. I can't do it. And Mark's like, you're not doing this anymore. Like for, for six whole weeks, he's like, what is wrong with you? It's not that serious. Just do it. And I was scared. I was nervous. I couldn't, I didn't want to let him down. I didn't want to hear his response. So I do it. I'm, I threw my phone so far. I probably didn't check it for like five hours. I was too scared. Like I literally chucked it in the closet and threw clothes on top of it and was like, "Mm -mm." God that and and then and then reading back the response you know it was it wasn't the most positive response but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be because
1: managers are used to getting fired that's just the
0: that's part of the game is that
1: people let you go whatever so we make it this horrible thing in Mm. our head like oh my god I'm gonna let them down when they're like I've been fired 30 times I just need to find another you in their perspective yeah they won't find another us but it's like oh okay I'm back on the hunt you know what I mean um, but it's, it's funny cause firing people never gets easier, especially when no. they're like, man, we make a hell of a team. Yeah. Like this is going great. And you're just on a whole different page. I remember the first time I fired a manager, um, he, he didn't even know I sang. So that was, <laughs> that was pretty bad. He was like, you sing, right? I'm like, are we serious, bro? I've been with you for two years. You have no clue. I sing. Like how many jobs am I missing that sing? So whatever, end up just feeling like, okay, you don't even know anything about me. I'm being sent out. I'm like. 19 being sent out for shit. That's asking for a 34 year old. I don't even make sense for this. Just give it a try. It's like, okay, ah, this is this. You're, you're just throwing this blind and hoping it sticks on something. So I send a very kind email. Thank you for all the things you've done for me, you know, believing in me. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I just feel like it's time for me to start a new chapter in my life. And, you know, I, I will always appreciate you guys, but I'm moving forward. Yeah. He was hot. (gasps) <gasps> sends an email back like biggest mistake of your career. You're gonna regret this. I was just getting things started for you. You could be doing way more. Da 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 da. Like you're still brand new and like I can't believe you do this. This is premature. Like you really need to think about what you're doing right now. And I was like, <gasps> and I just felt oh horrible because I was maybe God. like 20. So I just was like, I never fired a grown man before. Cut to about maybe two months later. I see an article about the agency getting involved in the Me Too movement and they were like messing with a lot of the female talent and wow. uh, like rape cases and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, I literally left two months before it exploded and trusted my gut. And that's why it's wow. like I always listen to my intuition. I was like, I got to get out of this now. I sent an email. Thank you for everything you've done. Like da, 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 And then I saw the scandal drop and the whole agency disappeared. Because, so I would have had no representation. Oh my God. Yeah. So I left, found a new team, ended up firing again until I got to my manager now. Yeah. I had another firing. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, So, but it was just like, you know... When your intuition is strong, you're like, this is not a fit for me, you know? And I've realized that what makes tougher conversations easier is, one, admitting some of your wrongs, even when you're mad at somebody. Like, when I say something to my dad, I'm like, I understand you're being stubborn. I could be the same way, but, Mm, you know, yeah, Um, because it makes it more human. And I think it's also like being able to say something positive during it hey, I appreciate the work you did for me, however I'm moving forward. Not like, I'm firing you because I need something new. It's yeah. like, okay, thank you, appreciate it, that was great, but I really struggle with them, with people I know, <laughs> and really struggle with them when somebody doesn't mean harm and says something offensive. I like, especially when the mm-hmm. combo's going quick. Like, say it's like, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know black people, but anyway, it's like when they just kept going and then I'm like, wait, am I really going to kill the vibe right here? Like, how do I just address yeah. what they just, because they didn't mean it, but yeah. oh, the way that came off was I won't was address it. I don't know how to always go in. I because, won't address it. Yeah, imagine it's 40 seconds later and then it's like, wait, I'm sorry, what did you just yeah, say? Yeah, no. And, and you don't want to cut them off. Yeah, I don't want to cut them off and I, I wish I was better at it, but I definitely, I can be honest about that. I struggle with standing up for All types of injustice, no matter what, even when they're tiny, because certain people would be like, wait, what did you just say? That is an ignorant statement. And I don't know how to always just be, you know what I mean? In some settings, it just feels so inappropriate. But then somebody else could argue like, it doesn't matter where you are, you know, but I know I just. But I also
0: like, again, it goes back to like, I do not like letting people know or telling people how to live. Yeah, I know what I believe in my heart. I know what I appreciate, what I like, what I support, yeah. what I back, everything. But I, if you don't believe in what I believe in, that doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. Sometimes it does. Sometimes yeah. it does. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But for the most part, like, just for me, I just feel like I just have to let it go. And usually, I'll 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 say to myself. If you value this relationship, just mm-hmm. value the fact that they're they don't have the same beliefs as you. Or if you feel like maybe they're a little mm-hmm. lost or you could say something to them to change their mind or whatever, try. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. But if you really don't care for this person already, yeah. this is gonna stay in the back of your mind forever. Yeah. You're gonna always think to think about them like, ugh she said the N word or like, yeah. she won't work out with me. Like anything, it'd be yeah. anything, you know, that alone, just, I don't know. It just, you feel like it's uh, not worth the stress. I feel like it isn't. And I feel like there's just way too much to deal with and focus on throughout the day that that stress just, it's not worth it. Yeah. But I feel like that was like things like that, even when I had to just quit jobs, yeah, it made me sick. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have to tell my boss that. I, oh god, what do I yeah. say? Like it literally makes me yeah. sad. It makes me sad. I do the same
1: <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like
0: I just I don't know why I feel so nervous. I don't know why I feel so sad, but I do. Yeah. And then and then I move like that that's just one aspect of my fear and conversation i this is why i write because i do not like having conversations yeah. because they are hard to have yeah but another one is like how you said when you have to tell your parents something like yeah. when when you have to tell them you know this is actually this is what you did when i was younger right or you have to remind that memory them, is off this me, is how we really felt yeah not
1: like and you guys were fine you she made a big deal and then it's like Actually, like, yeah. Correcting the memory, we
0: cried. You yeah. know, like that. Yeah. That can really trigger the hell out of your parents. And after my dad read "I Love My Love," like he was so torn. Like he he loved that I was doing my own thing. He mm-hmm. loved that I was stepping out and I was, you know, finding myself. But to read those things, like, and us never have a conversation about it. When I talk to him every single day. Mm-hmm. I know that was really painful for him because not only that, we don't live together anymore. So you're reading it wherever you are, just wondering like, what is she up to right now? What is she thinking? Damn. What does she think of me? Like it's hard to have conversations with her, um, because she's always busy or whatever. So me and my dad, after that conversation, when when he basically was like, Yeah, you know, I read read your book and he stayed silent for like two minutes. Jeez. I was that was that was so so tough, and after that conversation, I don't think I talked to him for maybe like seven months. Damn, yeah, damn, and and like when you're away from your parent for seven months your parent who's live in based, the same city, live in the same city, you're away from your parents for seven, however, however long, but you're used to being with them all the time before that. It can be really, really weird. It can, but it can also be very strengthening as well. Yeah. Because I feel like when I was away from my mom for so long, like yeah. she went down her own path, she found herself a boyfriend, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think that it strengthened our relationship because yeah. I realized like, you know, I had, I had blindfolds on from my childhood. I had memories of my mom always being upset. I had memories of, you know, when I first told my mom, I hated her. Like I had Mm -hmm. all of these memories from, from all of these years of living with her. And I think that it was probably the healthiest thing for us to go our separate ways, mm-hmm. to do our own thing, and then for me to be able to see my mom from a human point of view, mm. rather than me seeing my mom as mom. Yeah. Because also I grow. Like, I've never been open with her about relationships. Now she lives with me and Mark. Like Getting
1: hurt as a woman, too, you realize... Wait, my mom isn't super when My mom got hurt like this. Yeah. But
0: worse. Yeah. This feeling I'm feeling right
1: now was a young boyfriend. Wait, my mom was had a family with this man and yeah. felt this. Like
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole it's, different it's, it is. And and like even down to like when I first told my mom I was pregnant, I thought I was I should have been more nervous to tell my dad, but no. When I told her Mark was sitting right there and my mom I, I was like, oh yeah, so You know, we wanted to let you know that we're pregnant. And my mom literally started crying and yelling, no. She was like, no, this cannot be happening. No, 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 no. Like, literally ran to the kitchen, started crying, started wailing. Like, she was so hurt. She was crying for at least 30 minutes. Why? Until I walked. Until I walked to the kitchen and I was like, are you okay? Because I, I had, like, she finally stopped. So... I went back there. I said, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, you know, everything's going to be fine. You're just, you're just so young. Um, you know, he's not always here. Like she, I think she kind of Mark probably reminded her a lot about my dad because when they first got together, he did music and he was never home. He was always partying. He was always DJing. Like mm. she didn't, She knew that Mark wasn't doing all of those things, but at the same time, he's always on tour. Like, he'll be Mm -hmm. gone for sometimes two, three months. She's thinking, if you have a child, you're going to be alone like I was. And I think that was probably the most heartbreaking part or point for her when she thought about it in the moment. And she, you know, she had me at 16, so she had me super young. I'm telling her this at 23. So sure, I was a lot older, but she still was she still was so heartbroken. And after that, I couldn't tell my dad. I was so traumatized that I just could not tell my dad. I don't think I told I didn't tell my dad till I was like almost six months pregnant. Like I would see him and just have huge sweaters on and he didn't suspect nothing. Yeah. And because I didn't start growing until around six months. I was still really small. So he had no idea. And when I told him, I was so nervous. I was so scared. And I was, I remember the very moment I was living at Mark's parents' house and our house was being remodeled. Um, I went to go get food with my friend, Brian, and I had told him, he was like, so have you told your dad yet? And I was like, no. And he said, you need to tell him like, you know, anything could happen to him any day. Imagine like he doesn't know that, you know, like, and that might just give him a purpose because you know, my dad's sick. So that might give him a purpose. That might give him more of a reason to live. Like he was going through his kidney issues, everything. So I called him as we were on our way back from lunch to Mark's parents' house. He was dropping me off. I was five and a half months pregnant and I was just like, yeah, you know, I've been there's been something that I've been wanting to tell you. And he was like, what? What's going on? He's like a little nervous. You're dad. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I'm um I'm like however months pregnant. And he was like, what? He was like, "Dang, that's crazy!" And then he was like silent for a second. He was like, "That's cool, man. That's really, really <laughs> cool." And I was like, "My, I, like everything changed." I was like, "Whoa!" I I was expecting way wow. different, but I had built that conversation up in my head since I was one month pregnant when I told my mom. Wow. So from one month till. basically six I could not tell him I was sick every time I seen him I didn't know what to say I didn't know when to say it because I was so traumatized wow yeah
1: and then he ended up being like and he ended up being
0: so happy like I am so happy for you and Mark you guys are so blessed you guys have a union that you know I respect so much blah, blah 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 like he was really excited really happy about it like even till this day he calls me all the time I'm so happy for you guys wow every time we talk Wow. Yeah. Talks with your parents, man.
1: It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. It's like there's so many things that we'll have to do for the rest of our lives that seem (laughs) to never get easier. Processing death, having hard talk, disappointing your parents. It's literally just trying to learn how to tackle these things. But as human beings, we all still have the hardest time. I always say one of my favorite things that the therapist said to me was, We begin to heal when we learn why everyone else is hurting. Mm. And when you get like, oh, she's like that because of this. Oh, this is what heartbreak feels like. What does divorce feel like? You know what I'm saying? Like really being able to hear your family's stories. And, you know, my dad's doing a one-man show right now about his entire life for two hours. And I expected to go and just know everything. You know, I'm like, I know all of his stories and his highlights and whatever. And I sat there and listened to him sharing his own perspective about like, you know, the industry and fear and dating and marriage and not being ready for love and divorce, his perspective, brutally honest, it was like, because <gasps> yeah. you're just like, damn, all I really know is what my perspective was of what, you know, happened between my parents or between my siblings or whatever. I'd never really hear their stories. so. I think it's incredibly powerful and tough conversations aren't going anywhere, you know, yeah. but it's interesting because we're so outspoken, but we're both very, very empathetic and also just like, we'd rather not dive into the sadness, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, I, you know, oh, can't we just make a joke about it? But there's some shit that's like, you need to address me and address me head on. And it's, it's tough. I think even when we started hanging out again, we had to talk about what happened? Well, you know, and you were like, shit, I was hurt. Like I felt like you didn't support me. And I'm like, yeah, and I was proud of you. And I, you know, I think you're gifted, but I just was like, wait, who's this person everyone's meeting that I don't know? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is my girl. I know her better than you. Oh, well, Rain is like this. No, Rain is like this. So much being young, so much realizing like this is like what two strong women look like when they're friends. But yeah. I think what's so dope is that like we've now found such a great balance with supporting one another's careers that we could talk about everything we could talk right. about things that most people are like eh, off limits like we could talk about money like yeah. you're like yeah i did this project they paid me this easiest this i made in my life yeah they negotiating this and it doesn't get weird right because we're both so clear on what our path is yeah. and it's exciting because i think it's like my only tip for anybody who struggles like me is find a positive in letting somebody down <laughs> you know like something you like about them, or I think this is amazing about you. I just want you to work on this, yeah. you know, and, uh, and be able to relate to the issue because if right. you can find the humanity and be like, okay, I had a moment where I was like this, this reminds me of a time when I heard somebody and didn't know it. Like that's why I'm hurting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like
0: if you make it feel more, I human, also always tell myself, like, you just need to say, cause I very often leave from a situation and I think about that moment for so it plays over and over and over and over and over in my mind. Like you should have just said this, you should have did this, you should have added this part in. Like I add that. I, I think about those things often to where now, you know, I always think to myself, like, just put it out on the table. Whatever Mm -hmm. you need to get off, just let it off because you don't want to hold grudges towards people Mm -hmm. towards people. And then also you might not ever hear from a person again. And Mm -hmm. and you might you might wish maybe that you ended you ended the conversation well. You ended the friendship well. They have no clue
1: sometimes why you're mad. And it's like is that really
0: fair that they have no idea why I'm pissed. Exactly. And and even even if they don't want the conversation, but you want it. Yeah. I I've told myself, look if you feel like you have to get something off rather than receive something, if that's what the conversation is about, just mm-hmm. say it. Just say what you have to say. Like, just send them a text message, send them an email, send call them. They yeah. don't pick up whatever. Just send what you have to say and let it be that. But yeah. say what you have to say. Don't yeah. go back like, damn, and, and re-hit them up two months from then and say something else. No, say what, think about it. You don't have to do it right in the moment that you think about it, Write in your notes, write a letter in your notes and sit on it for a week. And if you feel like there's more stuff that you want to add to it, add to it. But yeah, this is, if you don't want to receive anything back, if you want to receive something back, which I normally don't like, I'm, I'm fine with just ending and, and everything being, you know, having closure Mm -hmm. with me saying what I had to say. I'm fine with that. So, if I feel like I didn't say what I had to say to a friend who maybe I shouldn't have been so hard on. Mm-hmm. I might send them a text message and be like, "Yo, you know, I completely understand where you were you were coming from that day when you checked me on this and mm-hmm. I'm sorry I reacted the way I did, but I really didn't mean to. I'm sorry if you felt like, you know, I didn't support you enough. I'm sorry if you feel like I wasn't accepting of you in the, in your actual, fragile, honest state, like, yeah. I'm sorry, and hope all is well. And I leave it at that. I just, I just want to get off what I have to say. Mm-hmm. If they want to respond to me, and we have a grown conversation about it, we can do that. If they yeah. want to respond to me, and it's on some some stuff like, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. And ended at that. I'm fine with that. Too, you as, said as, peace. Long I, as long as I said my piece. I like that. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It, and it gives you peace of mind to be able to be like, you know what? I said my truth. You know, I remember even I spoke to somebody who I used to date and, and they were like, how are you and whatever. And I was like, can I just tell you, like, I really respect you as a person. I had to just yeah. get it off my chest. Like, I don't hate you. Yeah. Whatever you do with this information, you do. But there's certain pieces of your just emotions you have to get off yeah. your chest where it's just like, hey, I just want to tell you, I think you're a really good guy. You yeah. know, like sometimes you just have to tell people how you feel and and let them really know, you know, good or bad. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, tough conversations never get really easier. I'm not great at giving advice (laughs) on this one because I got about 20 talks I need to be having. But (laughs) soon comes. Right. I know. You can't rush it all the time. You don't want to hurt nobody. Especially when you have mouths like us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean... We could be brutal and not know it. Just be honest. Just be as honest with the people around you and yourself as you can. Yeah. If you feel like at night you can't sleep while you're thinking about it, if you feel like it's making you sick, like it was making me sick, just just do it. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, it's not gonna be as bad as you think it might be. Yeah. And even if it is at least you won't be sick. At least you'll be hurt. And hurt you can heal over. Yeah. If you're sick and you don't know what's causing you stress, you don't know where exactly your migraine is coming yeah. from, like your body goes through so much when you're stressing. You might have random yeah. cra- cramps in your back. Like you yeah. might, you know, have this freaking chills at night. Make Anything. It sick, yeah. is, it's not worth it. It really yeah. isn't. And I've learned that a lot more lately than ever that it's a lot of things just are not worth the stress they aren't but if you are stressing over it that means that you really do care about it so you might you might as well let your pride go let it down tell your ego to just take a chill pill and just say what you have to say and if it's not received that in the intention or the way that you wanted it to be received that's fine because at least you thought to do it you were thoughtful you were mindful and and you were careful like you You let them know exactly how you felt, and you hope that they're doing well, or that yeah. you're w- you're wishing them well, or you're thinking of them, whatever. And just let it go. Like don't, yeah. but don't do it with with the hopes that you'll get something back, yeah. because then. It's just you're, you're going to set yourself up for another freaking yeah. heartbreak and it's not even worth it. You
1: can't have expectations. You got to just do it because, you know, you want to reach out and let this person know this is how you're feeling. Yeah. And know whatever they respond, it was a win because you got it off your chest. Yeah. You know? And I think that's like if we're more honest and more thoughtful and more careful with people's
0: feelings, it's like we all win. Right. You know? That's all I got to say yeah, about that. That's all I got to say too. <laughs> Conversations will never stop being hard, but you might as well just get used to just it. Just get used to it. And you might as well just like it's kind of like you have to train yourself. Yeah. Like I feel like, you know, when I first had to tell my dad that I was dropping out of school, that was one. Then it was like, okay, I got hired at my job having to quit after that that was two yeah. having to um tell everyone around me like oh i'm putting out a book like what yeah. do you, that was three or four yeah. then you know you just train yourself and you train yourself and you at some point you get a little bit better you'll never be the best at it but yeah. you'll get a little bit better and also another thing is like i feel that you should express yourself regardless even mm-hmm. if you're not t- if, even if you don't feel that you can have this specific conversation with the person that it's about yeah go to like your closest friends and just ask them what they think about the situation just so you get more perspective on it or just write about it write about yeah. how it made you feel Write write about how you think that things can you know boil over and get better if you still want to be around them um yeah. and and I don't know. Even sometimes, you can even send them like or write them a letter and never send it. Yeah, you don't you just have gotta to send get it. it out. Yeah, you can literally email it to yourself or leave it in your notes or whatever. Just get it out. Just get say, out. just say what you have to say. Whether it's a friend, whether yeah. it's your dad, whether it's your mom, whether it's your siblings who you could you've never been in good terms with. Yeah, whatever it is, just get it, get out, it out and 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 be at peace with it once you do. Yeah. Don't be upset at yourself like, uh, it didn't come out the way I wanted it to, whatever. Just get it out. Yeah,
1: get it out. I think that's great advice, especially for people who go, yeah, I mean, I want to have that talk with my dad or, you know, everybody's not open-minded. I yeah. think our dads have learned how to be more open-minded yeah. throughout our lives. Yeah. And so we're blessed to be able to talk to them about everything. Yeah. But I think a lot of people might have somebody, you know, who their dad has anger issues or might drink too much or yeah. they feel like, you know, emotionally they're not, whatever. So yeah, write a letter or write a poem out or maybe just... I don't know. I think just it's important to get it out. Either you vent to a friend, just somehow get it off your chest because it is going to drive you crazy if you're never really addressing the things you, you know, you're thinking about all the time.
0: And also just forgive, forgive them, forgive the situation, whether they did something to you, forgive yourself if you did something to them and don't hold grudges because grudges are the worst thing to have in the pit of your stomach. It will literally cause all types of health issues. You'll you'll be so scared to go to certain places because you don't want to run into so-and-so just, just let it go. Just forgive and forget. And if it, if it was a, sick enough situation, if it was a bad enough situation, just, you know, just wish them well and don't think about them. Like, I know it's easier to say than do it, but just don't tell everyone about how terrible they were to you or don't just let it go. Like, just just be at peace with the whole situation, because the more you talk about it, the more it keeps resurfacing and breathing and, life into yeah, it. Yeah. And you're just breathing life into it. And then you're just manifesting like the drama to come back around or for them yeah. to bump into them, et cetera, et cetera. Just just be cool. Yeah, that's that's all I can say. Especially Just, when
1: we're young. Most friendships, it's like the issues are not that deep. Of course, yeah. we're not discussing like somebody who violated you or sexually assaulted you. Like, get over it. We're not mm-hmm. saying that. But no. it's more so like if a friend like flirted with a guy you liked or whatever, and you're spending 10 years hating them. It ain't doing no good for yeah. you. You know, like it's one Especially thing with- if you enjoyed them at the end of the day just focus on the good times. Of course, we're not talking about anybody who's been through something absolutely traumatic. This is more like surface things between friendships or coworkers or whatever. It doesn't it doesn't do anything to hold hate on your heart, especially over shit that should be irrelevant years right. later, you know.
0: So um so I guess now we'll go into our challenge of the week. Um I think we have a really good challenge, a really cool one this week. Uh we've done this before in the past. We're going to play a beat and let it ride till the end. And that'll be, you know, the end of this episode. And um, and you write. You write to it. And on our next episode, Sky and I will both be sharing our poem on the beat.
1: Yeah. And we do it for the first time. So we write. We have no clue what we're going to be recording uh, or what the other person is up to. Um, We also...
0: We definitely encourage you guys to set a theme before you um, start writing. Oh, and we cannot forget the beat we have on this episode
1: was provided by a really talented friend of ours named Mortem who makes music. So if you want to reach out to him to do some business, to get some beats, his Instagram is at M-O-R-E-D-U-U-M. More and then D-U-U-M. So check him out, Mortem um this is a really good beat yeah i'm really looking cool. forward to writing to it and uh we can't wait to hear what you guys come up with if you want to send it to us after you finish it you know um our instagram page is at unpack and bounce back or email yeah or email you can email us as well at um, bounce back at gmail.com and yes. yeah and not, not a and yeah <laughs> so uh be sure to hit us up with your versions next week we will share our own um we appreciate you guys listening. This is another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky and I'm Rena. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A N D. Until next time.